Two unemployed actors. <laughs> two unemployed actors. They're just between projects. Welcome back to Two Unemployed Actors. I'm Max. I'm Sam. And we are coming to you remotely, but coming to you as normal on your favourite podcast platform. Don't forget to like and subscribe and leave some nice comments um, and be really nice to us. And <laughs> yes. And tell your friends and family, etc. Another update for you in the corona world. Oh, I promised I wouldn't mention that C word again. I did it. I mentioned it more than once last week. <laughs> no, I know you, we're all sick of it, it. Make it the R word and it's Rona. The Rona virus. The, well, like on my, the on my story, ri- I virus. Said it's a Rona special. It's a Rona special. Rona special. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Well, regardless, regardless, believe it or not, there is some stuff happening. First of all, I just like to say uh, my big head is blocking it on the camera, but I finished the Millennium Falcon, my Lego oh, prop. Oh, come on. I know, send I know, my Lego prop. I'm going to have to send photos and post them on the Facebook page because it's mm. it, it's amazing. I'll just move my big head. There you go. You should be able to see that for those watching on YouTube. Um, but I will post some on my social. <laughs> it's also, it's really cool. It's massive. Oh my God. But it's a great uh, podcast prop from the Star Wars nice. movies. I love it. I love it. So that that was nice. my huge success. And I started that before the restrictions got even tighter on self-isolating. So there you yeah, go. Yeah. Well, Jess and I were thinking about going and buying um, the Aston Martin DB5 to do at home now. So just some more Lego. More Lego. I know. I have to come up with some more projects. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I think we're all on the same page now anyway. But um, so that happened. Mm-hmm. I And as everyone else is being remote now, I know uh, lots of news... You, you watch the news now on the news networks and uh, whether it, whether it's CNN or whether it's Sky News, you, you can see the guests aren't in the studio now. They're being dialed in uh, over Skype or, you know, their mobile or whatever dodgy audio devices they've got. But uh, I was I follow a newscaster in Australia called Tracy, Grim, Tracy Grimshaw and um, she posted some photos on her social of how she's turned her yeah. spare bedroom into the A Current Affair set with a little cardboard sort of wooden tiny table uh, with a tablecloth over funny. the top and, mm. and, and and her plasma in the background and minimal crew <laughs> and they're all, and they showed a behind the scenes shot of them all spaced apart. It looked really mm. good. So I said, fantastic on your commitment to keep bringing the news to us. Um, by the way, mm. can I can I use it as a self-tape studio before you go to air? So I'm waiting to hear back on that because I reckon actually, I'm in with a chance. You messaged her. I did, yeah. <laughs> She that's liked the message, but that's not the answer I was after. I was hoping, you know, I can come in and... Because it's great. They've set up for lighting and everything, but... Um, <laughs> She's not actually going to let you come in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, not while they're on air, obviously, uh, you know, because they broadcast mm-hmm. live. Or just oh, before. of course. Of course. Maybe when Min- she's just eating breakfast or something. Minimal inconvenience. Like, the crew don't have to be there. I know what I'm doing. And it's a spare no. room. So, just before, you know, she, before she wakes up, just while she's yeah. asleep, just do it. I'll, I'll stay... I won't touch anything. I'll stay 1.5 metres away from everyone in the family, and uh, <laughs> she won't even know I'm there. Yeah. So no I'm just putting, putting that out in the universe. Um, <laughs> and, and I had the full, uh, full mockumentary land in my lap uh, uh-huh. where I was playing the, this homeless guy. I was living in an alleyway by choice. It's part of his lifestyle. Very cool. Uh, it, yeah, it's come back. And look, it's an hour and it's a long hour. Uh, I'm probably going <laughs> to... Uh, Dar- Darcy Prince is the, is the guy who um, produced and directed it. So... I what I might do I'm thinking I'm thinking I might chop it up into the little bits and pieces and have some of my favorite pieces and maybe do Instagram TV or something like that and sure. have a little bit because it's really in the theme of self-isolation 
living on his own in an alleyway, wanting to be out of touch with sure. everything he knew, his ex-job, his yeah. ex-friends, etc. So I'm going to call mm. it uh, extreme self-isolating, and uh, we'll have a have a, have one every other other day or so. So he, he I'll, I'll play I'll play a little just to give you an insight into this character. Right, this is character I created. Mm-hmm. called uh, Funnily Enough Max. And uh, he's down on his luck. He's been living by choice, in his words, in an alleyway for quite some time. And it's basically a tour, like a mockumentary. Like a, you're following him through his daily routines. He's exercising, his thoughts on life, his goals. Uh, be- uh, he's yeah, homeless, but he has them. He has them. So here we go. This is him talking go. about um, a bit of exercising in his lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Who needs a gym? <laughs> Jim's brilliant. Gyms for people who want to take photos of themselves going to the gym. Yeah. No. No. It's like my diet, you know? It's all about everything around you, what's around you. Locally sourced, fresh stuff from the rubbish, from the leftovers, from... It's all, you know? Sustainable living. Because that's what the kids are talking about, sustainability. Sustainable living. That's me. That's my lifestyle. That's why I choose to live in an alley and have a little alley away from the alley. Not many people own lots of property. I've got two. So that's that's a bit of an insight into um, into what to expect. Um, and it's just, it's it's filmed it in a way. And pr- Are you, you're like, filming it. Are you like your character is filming it? No, no, no. Oh. The, it, someone's there interviewing and you're sort of yeah, getting his yeah, responses. Yeah. So um, he's basically, um, he's, he's kind of placed his effects on it to make it look like it's a really old sort of style. Like it's a, okay. it's a like a projector, like a projector mm. in a movie theatre. Okay. Anyway, we, I'll, give you, I'll give you one more and then we can move on. Uh, this, is, uh, <laughs> this is what his goal is. My goal is to marry a rich woman. Uh, stay for a couple of years, and then just leave so I can get paid. So it's not it's not the it's like most great goal. It's not, everybody has a, a goal. That's his. It's it, probably a bit harder to achieve for him being homeless. But uh, at least he has a goal. That's true. He's work, He's living for something. Man. Absolutely. Mm. So I'm going to break it up and put it into little bits and pieces and get it out in the universe. On um, thanks to Darcy Prince on uh, maybe Instagram TV or something. I haven't quite worked it out yet, but I've edited it Did down you get into I'm DB credit. I don't think so. <laughs> don't think it's there, but um, cool. Uh, I've probably got about twenty little shorts that I can push out cool. for of extreme isolation. On the conversation of projects, um, as we do, uh, I was going through my Facebook feed yesterday and <clears throat> came across uh, Mulner's posted that they were auditioning for uh, like a young male for the lead role in an Aussie feature film. Okay. So that's pretty cool. And I, I contacted my agent and I said, are you putting me forward for this? And blah, blah. he's like, yes, I already put you forward waiting to hear back and more about the role. Um, so that's really cool. And Brilliant. so I'm going to, I'm going to audition and apply through the website, which I asked Mark about already. And then he'll, he's already put me forward. So it's a bit of both. So it can't really hurt. So okay. hopefully, hopefully I'm probably, I mean, I'll see, I'll probably contact Grant Thompson who I haven't yep. seen yet. So don't worry. I haven't <laughs> forgotten. <laughs> um, because of obviously the Rona. 
The Rona, um, yeah. Ah, the yes. But I, I'm hoping to contact him and see if I can actually do the self-tape with him. Yep. Or just w- at least with his guidance. Um, it's, a, it's a great idea. Like, I've, I've turned up before with an acting coach mm. and I'm like, I've, I've, you know, you're off book. You've done it a, a few different ways. You've stretched yourself lots of different ways. Mm. And you've got the scene, right? You think you, you're about to hit record and then you go in and, you know, everything's sort of stretched and you're pushed and it's turned upside mm. down a bit. And, and, and what you manage to deliver with a, with a great acting coach um, can be quite different, quite uh, certainly yeah. better, one hopes, they- than what you had. Yeah, they think they think of things that you don't think of, and and that's just really cool. Mm. So I'm um, like, it's a Aussie feature film. We don't know much about it. Like okay. the script for the self tape isn't even from the film itself. It's still in development. It's just in like kind of a general audition script. So it's not really from the film. Yep. So I, we don't know anything. I think Mark is waiting to hear back about like more about the role. But sure. eighteen to twenty two year old male. So I'm smack bang in the middle of that. So that's cool. And. So hopefully, hopefully, you know, I'm going to practice the script, do it well, keep Grant's points in mind and his tips and skills and tricks and whatever, and right. all his all his advice. He is a genius. So, yeah. yeah, that's good. That's hopefully, great. Hopefully that goes well. And they're still like obviously they're, they're they're going to push back the deadline for the audition tapes to begin because of coronavirus. But yeah, I think I don't think it would be filmed until next year anyway. So they're going ahead with auditions and stuff. So that's pretty cool. If there's one thing we're used to, it's self taping. So. We'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. Well, that's also Grant's um, goal is to just get you more used to self-taping because that's yeah. what the modern modern acting day auditions are now. It's too easy. And I, and I yeah. think as as any audition at the moment, and mm-hmm. I know that, you know, there's fewer opportunities, but there's still some opportunities. I think everything mm-hmm. is self-taped at the moment because of the state of the world. Jess and I watched a movie the other night. It's called Upgrade. Yes, fantastic. It? It's an Australian film, filled in Melbourne. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was it's written by and written and directed by Lee Wanells, who is yes. Aussie. And so he's put heaps of Aussies in it. The majority of the cast is Aussie except the lead dude. Yep. Um, which is freaking awesome. And like I decided to message him. He hasn't gone back to me, but like it hasn't <laughs> I don't know if it's delivered a bit, a bit busy, either. But yeah. But he's... I decided to message him just be like thank you for doing that because it's so it gives you hope to see like Aussie actors in films and stuff and it was a pretty cool film like technically and and just the idea behind it I thought was really really cool I watched a lot of interviews on it afterwards so it's um it, it's fantastic I mean have have you seen you haven't seen The Invisible Man yet have you no not yet because he he directed that so no, did he? That, oh, and that fuck. that was his first um movie that he directed and so Invisible Man. Yeah, correct. Um uh, it's as part in of the like old, the new one. As in the, the, the yeah, and that's why it was filmed in Australia as well. Uh didn't he he directed upgrade though, right? Uh I don't think he did. Maybe he didn't. Um, oh. uh, he uh Do a wrote quick it. Research? Uh I'm d- yeah, I'm having a look now, hang on. He wrote Saw as well. No. Yeah, it's the Blumhouse crew, but uh let me have a look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, he did direct that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, he, so. so Lee Wan yeah did the screenplay and um, directed <laughs> Upgrade okay yeah, yeah. and uh, also the Invisible Man and um, we had a special actor event where uh, we were able to um, see the movie and then mm. the movie Upgrade um, yeah. and then uh, we had a little Q and A where he'd come in and and play a, a couple of scenes and talk through how oh, we, so cool. uh, he how we made certain choices in those yeah. scenes. 
Um, yeah, I and, and it's really interesting to get that that insight. And he was really yeah. op- he was really open to to taking questions from us, um, and really helped us sort of dive into a bit more about how he brought the was story to life. Was this in 2018 when it came out? You went to to this. Um, it was early last year, I think, or sometime last year. Okay, so yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. seen the movie already, and then it's just come on in, have an hour and a half chat with. Uh, Lee One L, and he basically had his laptop there with his mate, and they were sort of, you know, putting the laptop onto the big movie screen at the cinema, mm-hmm. and playing mm-hmm. through a scene, and then talking through that particular scene. Um, he did a, uh, I think, two or three scenes, and That's then cool. yeah, it was it was a lot of Q and A, which was which was great. Which yeah, was really he was great. saying how how the stem, the guy in his head, the robot dude, yeah, the robot in the dude's head, <laughs> um, like his voice. Simon, I forgot his last name, who did the voice, was actually like voicing him in the studio behind yep. like the set, but only Logan, the lead dude, could like hear yeah. him. Yeah. So it was like what other people, like the rest of the crew, were just seeing the lead the guy reactions. just talking to yeah. himself pretty much, yeah. which I thought was really cool. Yeah. So and, and, actually, that's, like, and that's great for an actor to be able to have it come to life a little bit more. Yeah. They could actually overlap dialogue and stuff and interrupt each other which i thought was really cool because there's a lot going on between them yeah yeah and he was saying i watched an interview how uh lee, what did he say he, oh yeah he was saying he loves that uh, lee one loves shooting in australia because unlike in america you have all these um big professional crew members because they do all the marvel films and all the multi-million dollar films here and then in between those, they just they work on indie ones as well because it's yep. such a small industry anyway. Um, so when he came and did his indie film upgrade, um, he had like someone who had just finished filming Mad Max and the lighting guy had just finished with Martin Scorsese and all this stuff. And, yeah. I, and he was saying how that's really cool and you, ju- you just get such professional crew in Australia, I guess. It's great, and I think that's the benefit of having such investment in um, uh, uh, into the arts in, in whatever country you're in. You know, to get that level yeah. of professionalism, because yeah. it, the big tentpole movies that come in with their you know hundred million dollar budgets um, bring on mm. a lot of people, and 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 they upskill. You're absolutely right; they upskill on these movies. It's great experience, yeah. and they can yeah. continue to use that in, in the industry on indie movies. So it's fantastic. So, how, yeah, how are you going with the coronavirus well, lock-in? Lock is Fred okay? Fred, Fred and I are spending a lot of time together. So uh, nice. we're, 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 still, we're still on talking terms, on speaking terms, which mm. is great. Uh, he tends to talk more than me, but that's okay. Uh, and oh. then, um, you know, getting out and exercising is, is kind of the thing, really, just to keep sane, like while we can anyway. Like yeah. walking the dog to the coffee shop in the morning, try and support them with my takeaway coffee while I mm. walk the dog and and try. Is your and machine still not? Try and pretend I'm normal. I picked okay. I picked up my coffee machine today, but a little bit of an altercation in the store oh. because oh, they wanted to charge me again. I'm like, listen, I gave you guys two hundred bucks back in October to fix it. You gave it back to me, said it was fixed. It wasn't fixed. I came back. You did something else to it. I, I came home. That no, wasn't fixed. This is the third time I'm back, and now you want to charge me more money. It's like, oh, but it's we're not charging you labour. I'm like, well, I don't know what you're doing, but you're charging me again. We had we had what a moment. They're charging you if they're not charging you. We then? had a moment. Oh, they've discovered that it's actually another part. So I'm like, well, so you need to replace all the other parts that cost two hundred dollars. I'm like, you know, just get your act together. 
So we had a bit of a moment and then uh, politely the manager stepped in and said, don't worry about it, which kind of would have been nice 10 minutes earlier uh, because the, <laughs> the person just absolutely escalated it. Like, oh, you know, don't interrupt me. Uh, oh. You're not listening to me. You know, all those golden customer service moments that you just shouldn't hear. <laughs> and there's Max going, I don't understand. I, I paid for it to be fixed. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing to me? I'm just an actor. Help. Help, yeah. <laughs> I need my coffee. So anyway, the good news is True. I got the machine. It's 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 back at home and it should be working now. Brilliant. Well yeah. done. So anyway, I was still trying to support local cafes and getting out and about because I tell you what, it makes you feel a little bit normal in an abnormal world, uh, which is good. Lots of voiceovers okay. too, bits of um, uh, corporate explainers as people try and, and understand new new um, company procedures and that as a result of the corona world. And mm-hmm. um, normal, you know, online ads. Online has been big. Um, I, I, I saw a post this morning from the casting agency, Chicken and Chips, and mm. it was around, because you know, I had a little bit of a webinar um, yesterday talking okay. about what's happening at the moment. And they're still seeing some uh, briefs come through. There's still some work. Yeah, there's and, bits and here and there, like the, the lessons from like the film and stuff, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's lessons from the GFC where mm. those companies that continued to advertise through the GFC, through the downturn, were much stronger as soon as it finished. Um, mm. And sometimes it goes to more online content where it's a bit cheaper and a bit more okay. effective at cutting through to exactly you know, your audience as opposed to big budget yeah. you know, ads. Um, yeah. So there's still that. I, I, I mentioned that, that, yeah, I mean, I've seen that with uh, voiceovers and sort of pivoting more towards what I can do online, even some presenting to camera stuff here um, for corporate. Yeah. So uh, they said, yeah, that's, that's spot on. That's exactly what, what, what we're seeing um, oh, more cool. in, that, in that realm. So there's still work out there. It's just you've got to cut through a lot to get the right work. And yeah, yeah, there's a yeah. lot of people auditioning in voiceover world at the moment. So people have just found themselves with a the mic going, I need some money. Um, so right. But you have to, a, to sign up to, to, to voice voices.com it's like 500 yep. dollars that's right so that's people right. doing that that's right and and we know you know it's not as i know i've said in the past in previous podcasts it's not as simple as just grabbing a mic and speaking it's like you know an actor isn't yeah. just grabbing a script and memorizing lines no um, so are people there, paying that a lot 500 more to dollars it. though I, I don't know. Um, I just know uh, so, like i'm i'm much more particular on what i audition for too um, mm. whereas now people must be like you know well I need lots of money and the income's dropped. I'm just going to audition for everything, you know, whether I'm yeah. 100% suitable or not. So uh, there was one yeah. audition for this morning, had 84 others that had auditioned uh, within, I think, two and a half hours of it, of it being Jesus. posted. So, um, look, you know, work's still coming in, but uh, yeah. it helps having a, a home studio and having a, a client list and all that sort of stuff. Guess what happened on Sunday? It was my birthday. Oh, so happy I can't birthday. have a well. I can't, thank you. Can't have a birthday party. Can't go out to the have pub for drinks. Can't go to a bar. So basically, I met up with five friends and went for. And a, uh, Fred had a mate there as well, little Ruby. Fortunately, they they got on well. And mm-hmm. um, I walked around Centennial Park, which is a really big park here in in the city of Sydney. And um, I mean, everyone was everyone was out. It was eight o'clock on a Sunday morning. Everyone was there because of this, um, you know, the, the way the world is at the moment. And you have to be self-isolating. 
mm. when they are out exercising, I mean, everyone's there. In fact, someone, <laughs> one one person, she got hit twice. Actually, people running into her because you know there was that many people on the path. I'm like, well, that's not social distancing. And there's big signs up, like roadwork signs, yeah. saying you know social distance. It's it's a bit awkward. You have to sort of find your quiet spaces to to run around. Yeah. How old did you turn? Like 40, 44, oh, not okay. 60. Thank you very much. The big six zero? <laughs> 44 and very <laughs> immature, as this podcast proves every week. But um, <laughs> So, yeah, it, was, it wasn't quite the normal birthday celebrations, but, you know, I'm alive, I'm healthy, so I can't complain too much. And, I've got, and I'm working, so, you know, it's, that's the hat trick these days. Jess got me into watching Broadchurch. I don't know if you've seen it. It's a British crime show what's it called broad church okay so you started watching broad church is broad it religious ch- no no it's a town i don't know if it's fictional or not um okay in england but it's really really good it's got like david tennant in it oh and Oli- yes olivia coleman so david Tennant, he was the um doctor who wasn't he At yeah, one stage? yeah 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 one of them one of them yeah i know this <laughs> yeah yeah I know. The favourite's still the one I grew up with. Can't remember his name. Oh, Fred's off. Oh, hello, Freddie. Someone, someone, a leaf Did flew past me? the door. I think so. Well, the other time he got to hear you before I could plug in the mic properly and he started to run around going, what's going on? He's a bit confused. He's like, where the hell's Sam? I don't understand. Oh, you know, where's so the extra cute. attention? But that's fortunately adorable. he can't, he hasn't, he hasn't clocked you. He can't see and he can't hear you. So he's just oh, barking no. at whatever it is. <laughs> That's the other benefit with a quiet neighborhood. He can hear things like blocks away. So I don't know what he's barking at. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so how is Broadchurch? So it's like a crime thriller thing, like a, someone dies. A, and- yeah. So it's so in season one, no spoilers, but it's right, right the, the first episode, the whole season is about trying to find um, this 11 year old boy's killer. So this 11-year-old boy is killed in this town. It's a small town. Everyone knows everyone. Um, and David Tennant comes in. But it's it's very... It's like you're on the edge of your seat the whole time. And the whole season is about finding this killer. And then season two, we've just started. But that's about the court case. And then I have right. no idea what season three is about. There's only three seasons, but... Okay. I'll have to yeah. have a look. Um, they're good. And David Tennant plays a detective who comes in from somewhere else. So he's oh, unknown. okay. He's this amazing um, genius that's but, helicoptered in to solve yeah, crime. Yeah, but has had a kind of... That old chestnut. Is he a tortured yeah. hero as well? Has he lost his family in a car crash or something? <laughs> he, Are we talking like Mel Gibson level of police, you know, tortured hero moments? The media, he like kind of, I think he... he uh, something happened to him in a past case with another ah. dead child and he failed the family. Ah, it's got to be like something. That, says I, won't, I won't give too much This away, inner but. turmoil, this, this torturous moment that he must overcome. Yeah, he's come yes. back for redemption. Every good gritty detective has one of those stories. But I, I, I haven't, I haven't watched many British TV. Like I, I've grown up watching American stuff, and I think the first one that I've watched is Sex Education, and then like fully actually tried to watch was Sex Education, and then now Broadchurch. I, I haven't watched too much. Yeah, it's great. I mean, well, first of all, you know, Netflix, you've got so much great content from so many different countries. It so just opens much. up a whole lot of great stories and cultural insights. Yeah. And Well, actually, this that. is on SBS On Demand or whatever it is. Oh, great, because that's free. We love that. Yeah, it's free. It's and free. I have to say, Netflix, have, it's gone to standard definition now because there's so many people at home watching Netflix. It's like the oh, internet's yeah, just know. gone blah. They're loving <laughs> so it. They're, they're loving it. They're downgrading the content from HD to SD for everyone just so they can get enough out there. 
All right. You've been listening to Two Unemployed Actors. I'm Max. I'm Sam. And we'll be back next week. Don't forget to like and subscribe on your favourite podcast platform. Two Unemployed Actors.